Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. <laughs> this message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Coachella Weekend 1. Oh, goodness. Did you have FOMO? I did have a little FOMO. I had I less FOMO than I thought I was going to have. I'm not sure what that means, if it's just because I feel really old or if I was underwhelmed by everything I saw or I'm just tired. It did look fun. I agree. It felt a little different for some reason. I thought it was interesting, actually. I got invited to a lot of the parties. I got invited to Revolve Fest. Mm -hmm. There was like a big Erewhon activation in Vito, the guy that yes. oversees all of the brand partnerships at Erewhon was like, do you want to come? I'm like, sure, I don't have Coachella tickets, but we'll figure it out. So for a while, Patrick and I were thinking about just going down maybe like Friday night, Saturday morning and staying for a night or two or whatever and going to the parties. And there was also one of his friends, Kirsten. She like works with Olivia Rodrigo. She's in music and like tours with her and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she asked me if I was going to Coachella and I said no, but we've been thinking about it. And she said she was going to invite me to the IGA party on Saturday, which is like the party to go to. But I have not mm -hmm. been feeling well. And I truly believe that if I had gone, all being around all these people and the weather and the allergies would have taken me down yet another week, which I just truly cannot afford at this point. Oh, my God. No, not at all. So I did have FOMO. In the past, what, like three, five to five years, people have just been going to the desert for the parties because if you've gone to Coachella and tried to do both mm -hmm. it's just so much it's a lot <laughs> you have to like make a decision so it makes sense for people to go to just the parties and the parties have truly now become like you said Kirby like its own thing like Revolve Fest is they have their own performances you truly do not need to go to Coachella to see music if you don't want to same with all these other parties going to Neon Carnival hosted by Levi's really it's just a weekend to go to the desert not necessarily go to the polo fields. But I was really curious to see what everyone was going to be wearing and how they were going to be doing their hair and makeup because everyone always talks about quote-unquote festival makeup and festival fashion, which I just hate so much because it's, it's very much like not what it actually is when – advertisers are trying to like buy ads on your website for festival fashion you're like no one is wearing well one no one's absolutely wearing like feather hair what do you call it uh headdresses anymore because 
because it's like obviously very problematic. But like it's very much that it's like, oh, people are wearing feathers in their hair and they're wearing like what you would think is like stereotypical festival fashion. But I feel like I saw a lot more like laid back fun, like very fun looks. But I feel like people just really dressed to be cute and comfortable in the desert, which I appreciated. Cute tops with jeans or like boots and a dress. Nothing like over the top. Is that what you you felt like you saw? Yes, but I think there were two camps. I think there was celebrity camp and influencer camp. And you could tell who was an influencer oh. and who was a celebrity with the exception of Alessandra Ambrosio, who was dressed like an influencer. And the the celebrity camp was very much what you said. Understated but still styled. It wasn't yes. so much look at me. It, it was it was I dressed for comfort. I want to look cute. But I'm on trend. But what do you mean on trend? Because I did not see trends. The quote unquote quiet luxury where it was high fashion but it was a pair of jeans and a tank top or a baseball cap or a pair of cat eye sunglasses but it's super expensive. So like on trend in that nature but not super trendy like you you are you are right there I was following a lot of influencers who went over the top the influencers looked like they were going to Coachella maybe last year or 2019 or even like burning man like they've taken it to another level <laughs> right I agree it the influencers really went burning man with it and I I mean like excessive to a point where it almost looks like a costume versus being styled yes I believe that the celebrities and I'm going to name a few of them like Hailey Bieber she wore a cute little white Mm -hmm. spaghetti strap tank body chains midriff yeah body chains baggy pants like cargo pants Kendall when she showed up for the 818 activation at Revolve Fest was wearing a black top, black pants, and I think sandals. Right. It was very subdued. Lori Harvey was also there. She was wearing a cute dress that had a little cutout, but it wasn't excessive. It was very clear, styled, mm-hmm. thoughtful, but dressing for comfort. One person I love seeing go to Coachella is Zoe Deutsch. Oh my God, I was just going to bring her up because I saw her photo on Just Jared, and I was like, I love that she looks like a normie. Like she very much just blends into the crowd looks super cute but extremely comfortable she's there to watch the music and dance with her friends yes i don't think she was styled in any sense of the word no even last year she was wearing like jeans a, a bra that you could see through like a, uh, a white tank top hair pulled back really not even trying just i'm showing up i i partied all day i'm going to see the headliners whatever and then this year I think she was wearing like jean shorts with like a top that said Vegas or something on it. Yes. It was just very distinct to see the two different camps. And I I kind of like it. I felt like nature was healing. I mean, now Coachella is so commercialized that it's going to be impossible to not have brands and this excessive over-the-top styling happen. But I do think it felt a little bit more like, oh, I'm going to see the show versus I'm going to a fashion event and trying to show off my look, which I thought was really interesting, this complete 180 from even last year. Totally. I loved that. And even with like beauty looks, well, like you said, celebrity, very understated. They kept it cute and simple, but then influencers 
it was more of a costume. Yes. I think, too, I saw a little pop of color on Haley. Yeah. It was very, very subtle, though. Like, I had to squint. (laughs) Yes. But then with the nails, that was, like, the statement for a lot of people. It was almost like hot glue nails. You know, the hot glue eyeliner trend? Yes. I saw a lot of hot glue nails. I saw a lot of neon nails. I saw people having more fun with their nail looks. Yes. Versus their actual outfit, hair, or makeup. I did see a lot of rhinestones. Mm -hmm. So like on the eyes, it went from either like very subtle, just inner corner, outer corner, mid lid situation, or piling so many on like an art piece, which I thought was interesting. But then the rest of the outfit was, again, very casual and subdued. I felt like I saw sparkles too in people's hair. Like they did the little gemstone. Yes. Something cute, like a cute braid, festival, but casual. Casual festival. I saw a lot of midi skirts, low-rise midi skirts and oversized belts, Mm -hmm. which felt like a callback to the bohemian era that we're used to seeing at a Coachella in the early aughts. Like I said, Coachella has been so commercialized, especially for Weekend One. There were so many brands that took influencers to Coachella and are putting them in these massive houses that are decorated and branded for the brand specifically and as a means to basically say like almost like the tart trip maybe we're not going to pay you to post about us but you're going to be in this house where for instance Alex Earl she got flown private by guests to Indio and they stayed in this massive house I believe Meredith Duxbury was also at that house Or maybe not. I can't remember. But her house had like three brands associated with it, right? Like she was like, thank you, ColourPop. And I can't even remember. There were like three brands. Maybe she had a separate house. But Alex and a bunch of other people went with guests. So they kind of were outfitted with guest sunglasses. They had this huge house with, you know, IVs coming in the next day, private chef. But okay, let's go through the list of brands. Guests. Revolve, mm-hmm. obviously, which mm-hmm. I was really eager to see what was going to happen since it was a nightmare Such last a year. Shit show last year. Yep. yep. Poosh. Camp Poosh. Camp Poosh. Urban Decay took, I saw Manny and Laura Lee. Mm-hmm. H&M, H&M. I saw that party and people were posting about mm-hmm. attending. Love Planet Beauty. I feel like Love they Planet were the Beauty only or... ones. Is it, Love, it Love Planet Beauty? Is it? Or no. <laughs> Love. No, what is it? Love Beauty Planet? Love, Beauty, and Planet. Is that what it is? Love, Beauty, and Planet. Yeah, okay. Love, Beauty, and Planet. They, I think, were the only ones who took beauty editors. They were the only brand that took PR. Or sorry, that took press. Okay. Right? I don't know. Or maybe from like a beauty perspective. That's the only thing that I saw on my Instagram. But I know that other beauty brands activated, but I didn't see like them have any press guests it was more influencers i feel like every brand went the influencer route this year neutrogena was there clinique yeah so what did clinique do they had their like hydration house which i think it was just a party but neutrogena was i think the official sponsor and they had sunscreen stations across uh the festival so that's smart could yeah you could uh reapply throughout which i thought was really really cute Okay, I have to bring this up because I did get a pitch for this. Hold on. European Wax Center said it's owning brows this festival season and will be activating at Coachella 
with European Wax Center estheticians that will be on site for brow waxing services and creating innovative brow looks like glitter brows, pearl brows, and more. They really want to make this a huge moment to own the brow festival beauty trend. I'm a little confused. First of all, if you were at Coachella, did they have an activation at the festival or was it just a house that they they did where people could come and go? I understand doing makeup looks like pearl brows or glitter brows or whatever. That makes sense to me. I'm wondering if whoever had this idea for European Wax Center had ever been to Coachella because that is dermatitis waiting to happen. If you wax your eyebrows or really any part of your face or body and then go to literally anything that weekend because it's hot, there is extreme changes in temperature from day to night. The dust alone, I made a PSA to take a neti pot because the stuff that's going to come out of your nose each night is going to blow your mind. Totally. Wear a mask, wear a bandana to protect you when you're trying to get in and out of the festival because of all the dust and dirt and everything else. And wear powder foundation because without fail, I always get dermatitis when I go to Coachella because it it's so windy. It pushes your makeup into your skin and causes mm-hmm. can wreak all kinds of havoc. I was just like, who is waxing anything on their face? either at a music festival or at a party before <laughs> going to the music festival. Not, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. I understand the need to want to own a, a trend at a festival like that. However, I truly, I cannot, I would love to know how many people actually got waxed. And if they did, what happened after that? Yikes. Yikes. Um, I'm looking through my my inbox to see what else, like what other parties there were. <laughs> so there was Carl Smith had a pool party, Lucky Brand, Playboy. Who didn't have a party at Coachella <laughs> this weekend? And who's having party weekend too? As we're, we're talking about this, I got an email from Shane, or however you say it. Shane Zuforia at Zenyara Estates. Apparently, there's going to be special performances during the day and at night, and it's this coming week, which I think is really interesting that Shane is doing a party weekend, too. Who's Shane? S-H-E-I. Oh, like, sh- oh, like she. Shein? I she in. She But they in? also activated weekend one. Did they? Yeah, they did. Wow. They clearly have the money. I mean, the sponsors, it says CMG, Don Julio, and Heineken Silver. I personally cannot support Shein, so that is not something I plan on partaking in. Yeah, no. They invited me to Coachella last year, and I I couldn't. I just couldn't. They reached out to me because they kept on trying to get me to go to things, and I was like, I'm just going to be point blank. Like, I can't. It's just against against our moral values I I can't I can't support this brand and then they wanted me to go to an event that was literally the executives talking about all the changes that they've made oh me and then meanwhile all this new drama started with I'm like y'all I I I don't know what to tell you yeah it's kind of wild it's it's weird that the narratives are different agreed you know what I mean agreed (laughs) 
Okay, so <laughs> so interesting. In your opinion, though, who won Coachella? I think Revolve did. I think they they continue to just dominate. They have the best parties. They have the best guests. I mean, obviously that you could argue that that they don't, but I think they just in terms of like reach I think that they reach a lot of people. Like everyone probably saw at least one influencer they follow, one celebrity they follow, one brand that they follow that participated at Revolve Fest this year. Okay, that's crazy because I've I saw nothing about Revolve on TikTok. Not a damn thing. Oh, okay. Okay, here's here's the thing. I'm Instagram and I I'm not on the TikTok as much. So that's why. Okay, so I was just scouring TikTok and there you go was served nonstop camp poosh content nonstop wow so for me it was it was Kourtney Kardashian and camp poosh they had the most bomb situation for those influencers and I don't even know I was Alexa Losi is somebody I follow so I was served a lot of her content and she was invited she has 120k on TikTok so not like a massive following. And a lot of the people that she was tagging and talking about, I was not super familiar with them either. So I thought it was interesting to see who got invited and who, but it was an entire campground. And they had a private chef. They got this insane box. Slip made them silk sleeping bags. They were sleeping in these bunk beds, but had silk sleeping bags, a trunk full of like every Poosh approved product out there. There was a huge party. It looked really cute. I did see photos, but I guess they were targeting more the TikTok. Queen Alex Earl really did a number for guests because she stayed in her in the house. She wore Victoria's Secret and guests. Mm. I mean, she I, I saw I mean everyone I feel like saw her content. So for me, being on TikTok, I felt like the brand that really took over was Poosh, Camp Poosh. And can, congrats, Revolve. R- reigning Instagram winner. Congrats, Kourtney Kardashian. All right. As mentioned, we are not doing wife's. I mean, do you have anything interesting? I have like, <laughs> I have like baby recommendations. That's all I have at the moment. What's your baby recommendation? Okay. If you are. A parent to a newborn, and Kirby knows many of them right now. <laughs> you just like know so many new babies, um, and they suffer from. Sorry, I shouldn't say suffer, and they're experiencing cradle cap. Have you ever heard of that, Kirby? What is it? So it's called cradle cap. There's like the layer of skin that peels off. So this is mostly like around their body, but then around their head, it just it looks like it's like um uh dandruff. Yeah. It looks like dandruff. It looks like your baby has dandruff, but it's not. It's just caused, I guess, from hormones and in in the mother. And so it's like the oil glands in the skin become overactive and then it kind of just like becomes a little crusty. So this brand that I kept getting served ads on Instagram called Tubby Todd. Tubby Todd. And all these people were like, here are the before and afters of my baby <laughs> with like cradle cap. And then it's like clear. And if you go to a doctor, they will tell you to like not mess with it. They don't really need anything because it clears up on their own, which is true. You can like kind of scrub it off. 
but sometimes it gets on their face or there's like a little bit of eczema they're just your baby's going through it you know it's like they just came out of you tubby todd (laughs) it's It's really cute. cute They just came out of you. They're shedding their skin. They're eating your breast milk for the first time. And they're like these hormones, you know, they're just they're going through it. Their skin's going through it. And I was like, you know, I could let it go. But I've also been targeted these ads and I want to try it. So Tubby Todd is this really cute baby uh, skincare brand. And they make this all over ointment. It's $36. You can use it all over. You can use it for their diaper rash. You can use it on their skin. You can use it on their cradle cap. It's been amazing. It's really, really, really good. Like it instantly, if Cade or even Zoe has like some sort of irritation on the skin, it gets rid of it. And apparently if your baby has eczema, which a lot of babies do, this is really good for it too. It's super, super hydrating, um, but it's not greasy. So that's my, that's my point. <laughs> What's on Cade's face? The eight ounce is 36. Oh, Cade. So but the- it's like a little goes a long way. The 8 ounce is $36. The 3.5 ounce is $20. There's a travel three pack that's $36. Yeah. Because it's in a tube versus a jar. And it has colloidal oatmeal, jojoba esters, and camellia leaf extract. I bet you this would... would, I'd be down for this. I know. I was going to say, I bet you this would be good for the adult skin should you be experiencing any sort of dryness or irritation. Wow. Tubby Todd. Tubby Todd. Okay, not to say that you guys should be buying our merch, which you definitely should, but if you have bought our merch, you probably know it's pretty easy. Couldn't be easier. Truly. And that is because we use Shopify, and we love Shopify because it makes it easy to purchase products, not just sell them, but as somebody who often buys things online, I love that when I log on somewhere, maybe Skims or something, you... (laughs) go to check out and it's like boop all my stuff's in there no need to pull out my credit card or my wallet just fill out the little code that comes to you and then you're on your way and for entrepreneurs out there shopify couldn't make it easier for you to sell your stuff it makes it easy to accept payments you manage your orders you're building the relationships with your customers it literally has everything you need to sell in person but also everything you need to sell online If you're ever wondering ease of use, like why it's so easy for you to check out certain places, it's likely because it is a Shopify website and it helps you to drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. We probably could do a little bit more of that to be honest. So uh, here's your PSA to go buy some Los Angeles merch. There's literally Shopify built in plugins for Instagram. Wow. Did you know that? That's amazing. We're not doing enough. We're living in the future. We we have all of this at our service and we are not utilizing it. So sorry, Shopify. But now that they are proud sponsors of Los Angeles, we will be integrating that into our merch situation. Yes, we will. If you are interested in checking out Shopify, we've got a little deal for you. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Los Angeles. That's all lowercase. So just go to shopify.com slash Los Angeles to take your retail business to the next level today. That is shopify.com slash Los Angeles. Let's get into some news. (laughs) 
All right, Sarah, I, this is going to take a minute. You got to watch this TikTok. It's a little long. Okay, I'm I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. You guys need to see this video that Duff just released. Watch. And let's sit down and I will read you a book. You are oh God. so beautiful to me. For Mary and Addie's comedy show. <laughs> to me. How dare you make a hormonal mother watch this? I'm trying not to cry every episode that we record. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not doing a good job of that. But here we are. So, oh my God, that was so sad. It was extremely sad. So if y'all haven't seen this ad, please go watch it. I saw it for the first time on TikTok. Patrick's like, are you okay? <laughs> he like turns to you. Uh, he's like he's like you are not Patrick knows I'm unwell in many facets of my life right now but so last week Dove partnered with Lizzo and other people to take action for kids online safety to support COSA COSA is the kids online safety act of 2023 and Dove does a lot of amazing work in terms of trying to better people's self-esteem and they have a new film called The Cost of Beauty. Uh, it was developed in consultation with experts at the National Alliance for Eating Disorders and Project HEAL. And basically, they want to update design standards, safeguards, and tools to protect kids' overall experiences online. The clip that we just saw, basically, it follows a young girl named Mary from when she's nine years old as she grows up and what she, you know, how she used to be versus how when she got on social media, it impacted her confidence and how she felt about herself. Going from being a fun, jovial, happy-go-lucky child to then being a child concerned about their weight. Obsessed. Saying that they're ugly. And she ended up going to a rehabilitation center for an eating disorder and at the end her mom like I'm just like I can't I get emotional because I'm just like I think about uh I, I don't know I've always struggled thinking about myself negatively and my weight and it made me think of like my mom and how she, it must hurt her so bad to know that I feel this way mm -hmm. 
And I can't imagine having a child and thinking mm-hmm. they're the most precious thing in the world and having them feel this way about themselves. So it's why this ad just no. like kicks oh. me right in the gut because I hate that this young, beautiful girl or any any young person feels this way about themselves. And it really is true. Social media just, when we were younger, we just had magazines and television and TV. Now we are just constantly bombarded with depictions of what perfection should look like and I just can't imagine mm-hmm. being a, a teenager or a child and having to experience this and compare themselves every single day so like every single second yeah I really really love that Dove did this what's crazy too is that they were able to have so much footage of her from when she was young because we you know have been using our iPhones camera phones for the last 20 15 years I guess by 15 year 15 20 years and so we have so much footage and so you really are watching her grow up in the three minutes and see how like you said social media is just destroying her even now I I forgot to tell you I want I was gonna text you because Zoe watches me do my makeup all the time and we play with makeup all the time because I have so much of it and the other day I was doing my makeup and she was like, can I put some makeup on? I was like, no, you don't need to put any makeup on. She's like, but I want to be beautiful. I was like, no. I like yelled at her. I was like, do not say that. And it's not like I walk around saying like, I'm putting on makeup to look beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm literally just like doing my makeup. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, can I put the other day again? She was like, I want to put something on my lashes so that I could be more beautiful. I'm okay. We need to stop doing whatever we're doing. And she's not even on social media yet. This is just like her watching me, her watching Disney princesses, you know? You equate beauty with long lashes. Long hair, long long lashes, lipstick. Being thin. insane. She's literally two and a half. So I need to figure out how to communicate better with her about makeup because... Yeah, it's like it's already affecting them before they even know it. It's crazy. And so I can't even... You like doing your makeup you and getting your lashes done. Yeah. You don't want to stop doing that, but then you also don't yeah. want your child to feel like the only way they can be beautiful is to look that way. Right. So I'm like having to... To change something about themselves. Like hide yeah. myself doing... And then she has so much fun. Like, I mean, I post videos of her all the time playing with makeup and I feel like it's like fun for her to be like creative with the colors. And then I find like, you know, lipstick all over her dolls. <laughs> but I'm like, is this bad? Oh, and just watching that, I'm like, just that's just destroyed me. So you can sign the petition to pass the Kids Online Safety Act at Dove.com. Dove just really knows how to get me. They've, they've done this to me before. They really have. Is this for Mother's Day? I, what a terrible Mother's Day spot. <laughs> it's have It'd to be. be horrible. I don't think so. I think it really is just they're doing this big it's the Dove self-esteem project and they're doing this really yeah. big kids online safety push to bring yeah. awareness to it. I don't think it's necessarily tied to that. But I mean, we're not oh, the only ones hurts. that were sobbing. All the comments on TikTok are never, are never in my life today. I think I'd be a commercial. Chelsea, babe, then you haven't seen any dub commercials because like they're all like yeah. that, basically. All of them. People said, this is incredible. Branding with a moral compass at its finest. 
Welp, that made me cry. This is so important. These are the commercials about women that we need more of. Boys, too. I, I have boys and the pressure they have on them, too. Interesting. Dove, uh, we appreciate it, but also you are destroying us. Okay, Seriously. let's move on to something disgusting. <laughs> For a change of let's pace. Lighten things up a bit with some gross news. Yeah. Uh, we always talk about how you should be cleaning your makeup brushes more often than you probably are on, on this pod, but... A recent study has shown that makeup brushes hold more bacteria than a toilet seat. I believe it. I believe it. I 100% believe it. So uh, I've never heard of Spectrum Collections. Have you? Mm -mm. No. So they are a cosmetics brand. And they found in a recent study that they conducted that 40% of their consumer base washes their makeup brushes every two weeks, while 20% of them only wash them every two to three months. And so they took some swabs of brushes stored in different vessels, one being your makeup bag, a vanity holder in your bathroom, a makeup brush bag, a brush drawer, and a brush holder in a bathroom. And they compared it with swabs from toilet seats. And they found that the makeup brushes contain more bacteria than their toilet seat counterpart. I mean, that is so nasty. So my brushes are in my bathroom. Yep. I don't have like a separate room for my toilet, so it's like my toilet is Yeah. I mean, who do- who does? Next to my like I have two sinks in my bathroom and then I have a setup for all of my makeup and skincare and then I have my makeup brushes sitting on top of that if I don't flush the toilet with the lid down I'm guessing (laughs) that kind of just gets I mean it is but I think too it's just you know constantly re-wetting it with the foundation or right it's just in putting it in contact with your face like even if there was no toilet seat or toilet in your bathroom like it being wet and harboring the bacteria and drying in a closed makeup bag is not good. So they found traces of E. coli, mold, and yeast, all of which can lead to fungal infections, while the cleaned brushes harbored significantly less bacteria overall. Yeah, I think that's important to point out because the new brush does have bacteria. See? Yeah. It's not... It's not 100% clear. Right. But it looks, the new brush looks closer actually to a swab of the toilet than it does when you take it out of the holder in your vanity. Because that's where all my brushes are, a holder on my vanity. But it it appears that if you're using brushes, you're putting them in a brush bag or you have your makeup in a makeup bag and you're just taking things out of that, that is like the grossest thing you can do apparently. Which to me feels like, I, I, I do it all the time. So take him, take him out of the so makeup bag take unless out. you're traveling and forge ahead. And wash regularly and focus on the area towards the base of the brush because apparently that's where it's very – that's the area that's mostly overlooked. Like we'll wash the tops of the brush um, and not think about the bottom, but don't submerge the actual metal part or the handle and then when you're drying them 
dry them on their side or upside down and store them in closed containers separate from everything else. So maybe it says so this is this makes sense and I'm dumb. It says skincare scientist and cosmetic chemist Carly Musla said that obviously not all bacteria are harmful, hence why the clean brush right. Yes, had some. okay says the human skin microbiome contains many different types of microbes that can help maintain a healthy skin barrier. We know this because you don't want to deplete like everything from your skin barrier. Um, And it protects us from pathogenic microbes that cause infections. But then if you use these dirty brushes, that could also increase the risk of causing an imbalance to the healthy microbial community. So all in all, just wash your brushes, like make it a habit. Just make it a habit. Pretend you're a makeup artist clean them after every use i was on that train and then i i stopped i need to get back on it and i need to go get more makeup cleanser makeup brush cleanser or use your fingers Mm. i have a question kirby for all these sticks do you clean them i remember do we have to i don't think so i remember i think if you're using it on another person yes but i remember seeing a video of someone with expertise in this particular area that the product is made typically with okay. preservatives or something of some sort that's going to prevent that, you know, concern so from happening. Sticks or even like the Charlotte Tilbury where it has the applicator, mm-hmm. where it's the cushion, like that, that's okay. The wand, those are fine. Unless, of course, you're using it on your skin, let's say that has like a breakout, then would you want to like... I have no clue. If anybody knows the answer to this and you're an expert, you're not just deciding on your own what's the best thing to do. You're not an Instagram doctor. Like, yes, please, please call the hotline, text us. And by the way, so many of you wrote in how much you were going to spend on sunscreen, how much you were willing to spend, and also your favorites. So many comments on Instagram. We got so many calls and texts. We're going to make that a whole separate episode itself this Friday. So to if you have any suggestions for your favorite sunscreens, what you would spend, etc., call or text the hotline now in order to be included in that episode. Alrighty. More news. There's this is a good news week. James Charles has announced that he is launching a makeup brand, which I I am very interested to see how this goes because he was the biggest influencer of all time Mm -hmm. at one point and it's crazy that james charles is only 23 years old by the way what that's crazy he was so young when he got started okay so he posted this teaser of him basically being artist he's painting something looks like little paint tubes everywhere you don't really see what he's painting and then when he gets up and walks away it's a woman's face and it kind of gives me applause by lady gaga vibes in a a way because of the paint on the face apparently painted which is the brand name will be available for purchase later this summer and i did see he did a whole painted makeup look at coachella and he had a clear bag and he had a bunch of the product in there so they do look like the glossier what are the cheek products called cheek paint cheek paint it does look a lot like the Glossier Cheek Paint. I feel like it's probably a multifunctional cream product that you can use on your cheeks, your eyes, etc. Utilizing color theory, which is really popular right now. Have you seen the videos of people taking yellow, black, red, 
and white and making their own like perfect foundation shade. I feel like this is kind of in the same vein as that. It kind of works out well for him if he has been working on this for four years that this is color theory is becoming really popular because it seems like all of these products essentially you're supposed to buy however many to create whatever shades you actually want to create and bring the artistry back into your own hands. I do think it's interesting regarding James Charles because I would be remiss not to bring up all of the allegations against him. He had issues with underage boys. He has always claimed that those boys said they were 18 or he thought they were 18 at least. But the boys I think were like 15, 16 and he was sending nudes and things of that nature to them. And then he did a video where he said that he was like holding himself accountable and that while he did think the boys were of age, his, I think he said something to the effect of my desperation got the best of me, meaning he didn't do his due diligence to make sure that the boys were actually of age or not or whatever. And this is the whole thing that Tati and Jeffree Star were talking about when they were going after him, saying that he's a predator and like all these other things. My personal opinion is, why are two 30-plus-year-old people hanging out with literally a teenager? That whole thing is very bizarre to me in the first place, so I don't really think either of them have any room to talk. But I don't know how this launch is going to go for him. There was also that tweet that he made. What? Which I, I, I can't even remember at this point. Do you when remember? he was like 14 or something? Yeah, it was like in 2017. So yeah, he was like so, so young, where he was talking about going to Africa and getting Ebola. Oh, do you remember yes. That? Yes. This was during our bustle pop sugar days where it was like, okay, so I guess we can't cover James Charles ever again. I know. The whole thing is wild. I mean, there's been so many controversies that have surrounded him. I'm curious, are there fans of James Charles out there that are eager for this launch? Do you think that he deserves redemption? I'm honestly just kind of meh about the whole thing. I, I don't feel passionately either way. Yeah, and I honestly feel like, oh, it's a little too too little too late sort of thing where even though there was so much controversy surrounding him and maybe it was a good idea to take a step away from the limelight, it almost feels like he should have acted. Well, I guess so he had his Morphe collaboration, correct? It was hands down the biggest collaboration they ever did. Yeah, so okay, so then... I don't know. I, the timing just feels a little weird to me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, to that point, though, we both were kind of thinking the same thing about Gwen Stefani's brand. Right. And that brand is, like, legitimately great. Yeah. So. And this could be really fun. Like, it seems fun, at least. I would. I guess we should try the product first before we give our full verdict. And one thing he did, right, was not put his name on it. Kirby's so. How to Build a Beauty Brand 101 as a Celebrity. Or influencer. You did right. You did right. Um, so I'm interested if y'all have any thoughts or you've heard any other news about this. I haven't really dug too deep into it, but sounds like it's coming out sometime this summer. Okay. Have you heard of this TikTok trend? You're on TikTok, so. I've heard of mewing. You probably have. Mewing. Let's watch this this TikTok of this man. It doesn't hurt to try. Well, let me. If you want to learn for yourself, here's a simple trick to learn how to mew. Save these three simple steps. Step number one is to smile and stack your teeth just like this. Step number two is to make the end noise. At the end of the noise, wherever your tongue is, that is where your tongue should be. 
keep it there and it should be fully on the top of the roof of your mouth. Step number three is to get in the habit of doing this throughout the day and even while you sleep. Good luck King, you got this. I saw this and I tried it earlier before we got on. I just tried it again. It makes me look worse. Yeah, like it makes me look like I'm... It pushes my chin down. Yeah. It pushes the skin under my chin down versus sucking it up. So... Okay, so we'll obviously link to this video so you guys can see what he's doing. But mewing, according to the USA Today, is the process of placing the tongue at the roof of the mouth and applying pressure to cause bony changes in the jawline. This is from Dr. Catherine Chang, a plastic and reconstructive surgeon and founder of Naked Beauty MD. So people are trying this because they want their jawlines to look more defined. And apparently... Sarah... Sarah, watch. Watch this. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? It, it makes it wait, worse. Is that the shape that... Wait, hold on. This is what they say. Put yeah. your teeth on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Stick your neck out. Press your tongue against the roof of your mouth. And make that noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine does not do that. Mine literally makes me look like a bullfrog. <laughs> And it says that it's like trying to be the opposite. Yes. Trying to make you not look like a frog neck. I look like a bullfrog. Mm. It doesn't do anything for my jawline. I don't understand this. Okay. Mewing is not it. But apparently that is, take. it's taking over TikTok. Uh, if it works for you, great. If uh, I don't know how it makes sense. But it does, definitely does not work for me. Mewing is viewed online as a free alternative to plastic surgery or orthodontia. Dr. Chang would disagree. I know Dr. Chang. She would say, if you want to get rid of whatever double chin situation, get lipo and call it a day. Yeah, you're going to be disappointed if it's too good to be true. It generally is, says Dr. Chang. Send us us your mewing pics. If you mew, have fun. All right, guys, before we go, I do want to cover Los Angeles Confidential. 150 people received the vacation spritz sunscreen, which was actually so many more. We had so many people sign up for this that we went to vacation and said, hey, is there any way that we can do more? And they said, yes. So they allowed us up to 150 people. And then everybody else that signed up got a 30% discount on whatever they wanted to buy. So congratulations to anyone that A, got in and B, then got the discount code. We are so excited. I know a lot of you have already submitted your reviews if you got the sunscreen and have had it for a while. For anyone that hasn't, please do that. We'll be reaching out to follow up to make sure. But if y'all want to be a part of Los Angeles Confidential, we're going to be starting a new program where like every single month you can get a new product to try. And it might not be a new launch. It might be something that's been around, but you'll get it to test it out kind of like you're on a PR list which is so cool yes that's the whole point of Los Angeles Confidential it's so that you can be your own beauty editor test like an editor so watch the space listen to the space rather for more details thank you everyone for listening this week we will be back on Friday with another great guest interview Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Los Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. 
Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.